What a bonkers, bonkers week of MMA fights. We will recap them all, but only the things we loved. Sadly, we loved them all. So we are MMA Love, Love from America, a show all about to love and to cherish MMA till death do us part. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the MMA fan in Central Europe. With me, as always, is your preferred Luke. He collects all the Panini UFC cards. He's your transatlantic friend. This is the 21st episode. We're calling it the dislocated episode. Luke. Oh, man. Why the fuck are we doing this today? Oh, um, I had I had something for this, but then then it got dislocated from my brain. <laughs> Dude. It, it has to has to have to do with Panini cards. Collectible yeah, cards. Yeah. Yep. We gotta love and cherish MMA and that means love and cherishing things we can we can we can tangibly see and hold that are numbered. So scratch all the scratch all the collecting collecting itches in my brain. <laughs> um we had no listener questions this week, so um if you want to send in a listener question, please do so. You find us on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, MMA Love Podcast, MMA-Love.com. We have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. So UFC 263, oh my God, 263 took place. So we'll go into that one. But um, also a, a new episode of The Ultimate Fighter. We will talk about Bellator 260, the Invicta Phoenix tournament. We have a Russian MMA update. We have some gossip. We have it all. If you are into MMA, we have it all for you. Or if you're into Logan Paul uh, fake boxing fights, we're, we got that too. That's MMA as well. Oh yeah, that's MMA as well. You're right. <laughs> because the people talk talking the most about Logan Paul and Jake Paul are MMA fans. So I'm counting it as MMA now. That's fair. They'll be they'll be here eventually. They'll come. They'll 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 come home. Come <laughs> home, Jake Paul. No, I mean yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Come. The best promoter in the world, Scott Coker, already offered to give the Paul brothers the Bellator stage. What a surprise! When he uh, what, what if uh, what if Jake Jake and Logan partner with Masvidal for bare knuckle MMA? Yes, start doing that? I'm here for How it. How cool would that be? I'm here, here for, for it too. We we haven't even talked about um, <laughs> about the bare knuckle MMA event that Masvidal is putting up, but maybe we'll go into that one. I know. There's too much going on. We haven't and talked then, about your favorite stuff, which is um, zero gravity MMA. I know it's 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 not even that, man. <laughs> like the way I read it, it sounds like it's going to be zero gravity MMA reality TV show. Mm, my God, bonkers! Let's go into UFC 263, dude. That was that was a dude. motherfucker of an event. <laughs> <laughs> What did you love about it? <laughs> um, I mean, I the top thing that I loved, the, the, the thing I loved just the most is uh, Marino. I loved the fight. I loved how good he looked. I loved how he looked when he realized he just won the belt and became the first Mexican UFC champion. Um, I cried, man. Everything about it was awesome. It was just awesome. I loved it. That, that dude, you... that, that 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 dude. I I can't. I'm on. I I seriously asked you before we started recording if you wanted to just name this episode uh, MMA Hangover Part Three because I felt I still felt a little like wiped out after that. I mean, you probably f felt wiped out because of you did nothing other than watch MMA the whole week. So entirely possible <laughs> and and work and work a lot so yeah um but how could how yeah, could we was, how how is is there a better feel-good story than brent moreno the lego guy not not right now man not right now i mean you're giving me a fellow lego collector to cheer for i'm 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 here for it every time I mean, that was that was also a very surprising fight because the first fight, I think they made the rematch because Davis and Figueredo got a point deducted and they thought, okay, maybe mm -hmm. maybe there was more. But I think Davis and Figueredo basically not dominated, but but he controlled the first fight. 
Moreno was always there, but he couldn't mount the offense uh, to to really threaten Davison. But in this fight, I mean, man, he he he, he rear naked choked him in the third, and it was not a close fight. Nope. It was no. Nope. It was like it was like almost reversed from the from the first fight they had, but it was a bit of like it was reversed. I think he was able to. Well, I think so. Let's go back down memory lane. The first fight, Marino was in on short notice, and Davison was sick that week. And then Davison just absolutely booted Marino right in the nuts. Is that how he got the point deducted? Uh, yes. Pretty sure that's what it. Yeah. Pinky. So, totally. And then uh, this time around, Marino, it seemed like Marino was just like, oh, yeah, he's going to try to club me, and I just am going to evade these power shots, and now we're going to work. And he went to work. Awesome. Look. Probably that, having a whole camp had something to do with that, huh? I mean, maybe, but the, the, the footage we saw out of the camp of, of Moreno wasn't that inspiring as well. He was just in his garage and lifting some weights and having some <laughs> not so inspirational fights around him. But I mean, that is that that was an incredible, like like very incredible performance, especially if you look at who he beat like that. Because for, from my point of view, Figueredo is one of the very best in the world we have ever seen. That dude is mean, nasty fast he, he he can do it all he wrestles good he has good jiu-jitsu he's a very good striker he has the he has movement he has patterns he has he has it all and moreno just bruised through him some of the people say sometimes that Mor that um figueredo takes some time off or didn't look that inspiring in some of his fights and I, and I think that's the same that happened here but i i credit moreno for all of it Yep. He made it I happen. I won't take anything away from Marino. He made uh, it happen. It did sound like <clears throat> Figgy's, Figgy's always had a hard time getting all the way to 125, and he looked like hell on the scale, but that's, that's I mean, it's like you said, he's always looked good before, so credit to Marino for making him look bad. Yeah, so Brent Moreno is definitely a, a feel-good story. Uh, yeah, other anything else on this fight because it was bonkers just just watch it just watch it over and over again it makes it makes you happy <laughs> yeah yeah yep and the reaction at the end yeah absolutely yeah he, he had a <laughs> delayed he had a delayed reaction to that yeah it had to settle in that he actually won he had, he had to he yeah. had some seconds he needed to to realize that he's now the ufc champ bonkers great. it was so cute it was great it was the best another thing you loved uh, how about a how about a slap to left hand and then just pointing at someone instead of finishing them? One twos do work. One twos, but a but a slap two. It's like a <laughs> like a slap two and then and then a and then a and then a taunt. Look, Leon Edwards beat Nate Diaz as we we all thought. It, it was it was a strange it was a strange fight to make in the first place. But um, if you believe Dana White, which you probably shouldn't. Uh, Nate Diaz asked for that fight over and over again, so they gave it to him. Um, over and over again. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I don't know how I don't know Nate how Nate gave shit. <laughs> I don't know how Nate does it, but that dude can make every fight look fun, make it fun to watch from start to finish. Um, God, that was that my is, take too. Man. That is awesome. I mean, how the fuck does he do it? He's not. And and what what the the most important thing about that is, and maybe also the reason why it's always exciting to watch Nate Diaz fights, that dude has the ability to finish you if he <laughs> and he has it in the fifth round, like thirty seconds before it's yep. before it's over. Yep. After pretty much getting not, not, also not dominated, but he he couldn't make. Anything happen against against Edwards? Edwards was clinical as usual. Edwards is a very good fighter. He's precise. He doesn't make mistakes. So, but damn, DS makes it fun. I love it. When when Nate's punching, his punches in the fifth round are the same speed as the first round, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, like okay. he doesn't like it, the pace never stops. Like it, yeah. it's it's bonkers. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how he does it. They always say he has a good gas tank, but that's not enough. He hasn't had a good yeah. gas tank because that's that's what I think made it impossible for, for him to finish because after a mauling for 20 minutes, it's probably not that easy to mount more more effort and more more offense to finish Leon Edwards because Leon Edwards was out on the feet, I'd say. Uh yeah, I it's yeah. It was such a bonkers last round too. It, uh, one of the um, one of the Discord donks, uh, friend of the show Yerk, uh, posted the best thing I read last night about it was, uh, thus continues the theory that in a real street fight in the real world, Nate would never get Nate would win every fight because yeah. he never stops. <laughs> Dana, Dana talked about it in the in the post fight presser, and he said that I think a reporter or let's say just just a donk who was there asked him um, about the punishment Nate has taken over his career, and and I I thought yeah that dude has taken a lot of punishment and is still there. He's not like Cowboy I, or, or other guys who have taken a lot of punishment, but damn Diaz takes a lot of punishment. God, damn. I had I had to go I had to go back and and look. Because I was like, this is bonkers. Because he he's never gets finished, and the only thing that I've ever seen him finished for was the cut in the stupid BMF belt yeah. fight. And I went back and looked, and yeah, he's only been stopped twice. Once they will... by an armbar submission in like 2003 or something, and once in 2013. Mm. They will do that fight again, right? Ah, uh, I don't think so. They will do Connor again, and they will do Masvidal again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I thought you were talking about Edwards. My bad. Oh yeah, no, no, I no, think no. they, oh. I think they will absolutely do Masvidal. Yeah. <laughs> Edwards, Edwards doesn't even get the title shot after a performance like no, this. No, <laughs> that's the thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Edwards, look, I, I, I was, I like that Edwards dialed down on the mummy guard. Um, there was, I think there wasn't an eye poke, and I think he didn't do it as blatantly as last time, but it was a good performance by him. Obviously, Diaz is not one to take out of the cage lightly. So, I mean, the performance was good, but it's it's just not enough to to bring you on the map. Yeah, I was I was really angry in the first round when he was doing the mummy guard again. Um, but Nate works around it. Um, yeah, he can he can work around it, but it. yeah, let's we we can yeah. talk about refs' performances. So, some more in another fight, but I would love to. I'm I'm sure you have a take. In fact, dude, I have I have a, a hot, hot as fuck take <laughs> for this for the next fight. Anything else on on DS versus Edwards? I think it's 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 just a fun fight. Yep, four rounds to one for Edwards. Yep, but DS just just keeps you keeps you interested. I love this guy has to fight again. Please, Nate, fight again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not not in not in two years. Just like do it this year. Again. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be in two years. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so just let, go into go into the obvious one. I mean, we had a bit of a bad blood fight in the Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill fight. They bickered at each other the whole week, and I think that that was real bad blood because Paul Craig seems to me like a, a a chill dude but he wasn't as he wasn't chill at all when he encountered Hill and they fought <laughs> I mean whoa look Craig was perfect I said what I what I wrote down is guard pulls work <laughs> well especially when someone doesn't know that you're isolating their arm to the, yeah, he to their, he did like, armbar transitions. He like he had like three yeah. or four different technical armbar positions, which he worked through after he pulled guard. I think even he, he dislocated the arm in in one of the first holds he put him into, and then he what what all of us thought, of course, what that uh, Paul Craig broke um, Jamal Hill's arm. But I heard in the in the post fight press conference, some donk asked Dana about it, and Dana said that this arm was not, in fact, broken. It was just dislocated. Doctor Dana. No, no, he said the doctors told him they X-rayed it and all. Listen, all. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. 
but it's probably not good because it probably means his elbow is just fucking torn apart. Yeah, ligament. Um, he has no ligaments left now. All the ligaments yeah. are gone. All the cartilage. Is that the right word? Cartilage? It's a great word. It's, it's great gone. Word. Um, because instead of stopping the fight as the ref, he looked, by the way, the ref looked straight at the submission and he looked straight at the arm. That ripped keeper looking motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> that that dude, the other good joke, that was my joke, but the other good joke was that dude looks like he's about to send Marty McFly back in time. Listen. I I hate everything about this fight. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I really do. The only thing I don't hate about it was what you just described, the armbar transitions. Um that was actually on on the right arm and not the left arm. Uh I, I I hated the lead up. I hated the heat. I hated the all the confrontations. I hated the fight. I hated the ref, and I hate the commission for putting that ref in there. Uh, one of the one of the media docs, I think Sean El Shadi was talking about that ref being bad before, and the commission knowing that ref was bad before. And a bad ref should never be on a main card of the UFC. Yeah, listen, these people to, are too fucking dangerous. To let be me let me inject let me inject something. Like Sorry, people. It, it, in the post-fight presser, people were roasting the ref and said that he is a known local ref. Yep. And that when he is refing, you know that bad things are going to happen. So what, fucked up. what is happening here? Because I mean, it's, Hill's, it's, it's, Hill's arm it's was... Not, sorry. It's, his arm is fucked. <laughs> his arm was <laughs> flapping around for, for, yeah. for seconds. Because yeah. he, he, he wasn't tapping, but he, I think he tried, but he was too shocked to realize that his arm was just flapping around. He was around. trying to tap, but also hold his arm in place. Yes, and then and, and then he... he can't do both at the same time, because one arm didn't work. And Craig was cranking that thing around. He, it was just limp, it was just flapping on his chest. He, he even said like he, he, that the arm was flapping like a dead fish on his chest <laughs> in the post-fire press. But yeah, long story short, this ref needs to get sued. I'm really yeah, saying this because I, well, yeah, because can you do that? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, look. That, well, you can. Okay, let, let me rephrase that. This is America. I'm in, so you can sue <laughs> fucking anybody for anything here. But um, does it go anywhere? How can I, I you mean, miss? How can you miss something like that? How can you let this go? I, I, you, you can't I am, let it go. I'm interested in the idea of some sort of technical malpractice similar to what a doctor has to carry here in America for uh, for professional malpractice insurance and if the commission has some sort of technical malpractice in place because I, I view it as if there's evidence that the ref is not a good ref, it's not more or less dangerous to put them in in a UFC fight compared to a local promotion, but it is more dangerous because the level of fighters in a main card UFC event are generally going to be so good that they can really hurt each other really fast. Look, that is exactly my point. Being a ref is brutally hard, and any casual donk who thinks that he does a better job, I don't think so. But if you know that a ref is bad, if you have a history of over and fucking things up over and over again, and then staring at a flapping arm for... like, It felt like the the transitions of the armbar was... I almost never have to look away, and I had to look away. <laughs> the transitions of the armbar surely went on for a minute, and if you don't stop a fight like this, you are just you're just not cut out to do this job. And please don't ref ever again. I would be more interested, almost, in some sort of local law office grabbing Jamal Hill and asking him if they if he wanted to pursue damages against the uh, commission. I have a I have a question from well. from Landy from the from the forums. He he, okay. he he did not post it directly to to us, but let's let's just answer it. Did we underestimate the Bear Jew or did we overestimate Hill? I what did I pick? I picked Hill. I picked Hill by decision, mm-hmm. I think. Um no, I picked Hill by KO round 2. Uh I prob- probably I overestimated Hill. Yeah. Um, I didn't. And also, I know Craig can rip off subs. 
Yes. I didn't think he would immediately rip off a sub. You, you ripped, know what I he mean? He ripped like, one off against the GOAT on Kalayev. I know. that, And, and I, I did think of that, and I took it into consideration, but he was losing that fight till he won it, in my opinion. And... I, I and I was sort of like, okay, well, well he's gonna come out and he's gonna like want to get a sub against Jamal Hill, but all Jamal Hill has to do is defend the takedown. But that yeah. that 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 guard pull was slick, slick man. Awesome. I, mean, I, I don't I, think like, I don't I think either. It. All right, you convinced me. I loved it, <laughs> but I hate I hate the Arizona Commission right now. Yeah, this now. is this is incredible. Look, I think I think neither is true. I mean, Jamal Hill. He is a prospect. He is very good. I don't think we have seen enough of him. And Craig, Craig has above, like almost, almost some of the best jujitsu in MMA because he, when he finishes, it's, it's a finish. But um, fucking, I don't think, I don't think dude, the dude knocked out Ovin St. Prue. I feel like I, sh I, yeah, you're right. I didn't, uh, I didn't overestimate him. He knocked out Ovin St. Prue. I mean that dude is he's very good but he's also not a world beater. I mean it's it was a very well made fight. I think the matchmaking was very good and the result is incredible to see because the technical the technical path that Craig had to take until he he dislocated the arm of Hill that that's very high level. Yeah. So I think yeah. that I think the fight it was brilliant. Um but let's let's not go into it again. The the ref is, is a no, is an idiot. It's, the fight, the it's fight horrible. Is horrifying. It's horrifying. Good. Move <laughs> on. We have a lot of stuff to go to. Other things you loved on that card or or is that about it? We have to go into the main um, event, of course, but Well, I, I love I, I'm a Drew Dober fan and I love the Dober Riddell fight. Those guys came for it. Um also, there was a there was a there was a big knockout, a seven second knockout by a local Washington person. Mm -hmm. Terrence McKinney has made his UFC debut. Uh, that was awesome, and they didn't play the body cam footage from the police to open it up. So that was good too, because that's all they do. And he goes into LFA and he walks out, and they play the body cam footage of him getting tased, and then he knocks someone out. <laughs> I didn't do that this time. Thank um, God. Have you heard that Terence McKinney, after he, he KO'd Matt Frivola uh, after seven seconds in the first round? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he he jumped off the cage and I think he blew his oh, knee yeah. out. His knee out. Okay, so <laughs> so okay, so he blew his knee probably. Maybe he just sprained it. He says it's just sprained. But let's 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 say he took himself out of the fight the UFC would just like throw him into in two weeks. <laughs> is that good for Terrence McKinney or is that bad for Terrence McKinney? I'm actually saying it's good. I think we should I'm, we should talk about um, somersaults off the cage for celebrations. Even even if um, if you just try to do a worm, which I do love as a as a celebration thing, you can injure yourself badly. So yes, yes. Listen, he. If the UFC had their way, they would just throw him into fights till he loses, right? So absolutely, maybe he cost himself. Maybe he cost himself the fight in two weeks, <laughs> but maybe he maybe he saved himself because he just fought seven days ago and he just fought last night. Maybe he could just like take a month off, rehab the knee, stretch, you know, listen. eat a burger. I don't know. Listen, let's go into the main event. Okay. Tell me about the main event. <laughs> what is there to tell? I, first, first thing I have to tell you. First thing, I had in. I finally had enough of Rogan, and I had to turn the commentary off in the third because that dude is biased as fuck. As soon yes. as soon as he locks into one fighter and he loves one fighter, there is only that fight. If you just listen to the commentary, you would have th you, you would have thought that Adesanya was alone in the cage. No ref and no no opponent. Just Adesanya. And that does not tell you the story of the fight. I mean, to recap the fight, I think it's it's a, a clean win for Adesanya. Yeah. He outmaneuvered, I think it's the right word, um, Vittori for 25 minutes. Vittori could not get his engine going this evening Dude. He, he could not get anything meaningful meaningful off um not 
offense or defense. I mean, he caught a kick. He took him down like almost in every round, I think. He got but, swept out. I I yeah. couldn't. It it blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think he I wasn't there. Expect Izzy, I did not expect Izzy to be able to sweep and and change position on the ground. I, I, I think. I think I really think so that Vittori had an off night because you can't take away from that guy. He moved on Adesanya for 25 minutes. He did not stop. He followed him. He followed him home, bitch. <laughs> he, That's a good callback. <laughs> look, he he was relentless. I don't think there are many fighters on the roster that take as much punishment from Adesanya's kicks like Vittori did and not be not be faced. Did you did you think that oh, Vittori yeah. was faced at all? Uh well no, I just I the only thing I I typed for my notes was like how my confusion at Marvin attempting to kickbox like moving in but not taking the opportunities to duck under whenever possible and take a takedown again because I I was very surprised. Maybe he just, maybe he just felt like Izzy was stronger, and he didn't, and he didn't expect that. I don't know, but it did look like like he had a game plan, and then the game plan like just couldn't execute. No, he couldn't. I mean? He couldn't execute. He wasn't there. I think he had. He really had an off night, and it's sad because I was very looking, very much looking forward to that fight. Um, you can't tell much more about that fight. I I have a one note too that that is. I think Izzy has to be has to pull back on the fouling. I mean, okay. Oh, yeah, he did grab the cage once. He grabbed the cage. He eye-poked Vittori, right? Like, again, with with some mummy guard thing. He he actually switched his mummy guard. He he didn't have it up the whole time like Edwards did, but he had it up a lot, a lot of times because that was the only way for Vittori, like, moving in. And is he having such such, such a reach advantage? And then he had the nut shot, the pin kick, like it was, I, I think it was in the third or in the fourth. But he, he yeah. apologized for that one, but it's still, it's it's a lot of fouls for, for Izzy, I think. Um, I had I had two, I had two spicy takes and I... Spice I it up. Spice. <laughs> Bring your spice. I never spice. watched kickboxing, right? Like I didn't start watching kickboxing until you wanted to start talking to me weekly and we watched that glory. Um, but... Does Izzy? It seems to me in some of these fights, Izzy kind of plays with his food. He does get people out of there in, in the Whitaker fight and the Costa fight, but he also, like in this fight, I thought it was. I thought he absolutely could have just teed off and just didn't. I don't think so. You don't I, think so? No, I, was, I really you don't think he could have just absolutely blasted no, Marvin in the leg. In the I don't think and so. Fifth and finished him. I don't think so because Is if he it, if he had cranked up the volume let's let's stay say it like that then i think he wouldn't have been able to like for basically he, he reversed a back take of of vittori which is not an yeah. easy thing to do and it needs a lot of of um of energy and he couldn't have defended the takedowns as well i think i think really that it was easy's game plan to be he is a he is a defensive kind of guy he's not an offensive worker he's he is defensive he is a, a counter striker and that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think so. I don't think he had favorite fighter. Yeah, he I don't think he Rob, but it's because Rob was jumping in with those. Punches. Exactly. I don't think he had it. He had he was playing with his food here. I I just think Vittori is a tank. He always moved forward, but he couldn't. He couldn't do anything with with that moving forward and with his tankish ability. Even the the coaching was quite good. I, I'm I'm blanking on the name now, but Marvin was getting very good coaching from the second round on. They told him to crank it up. They told him that he needs to do more. That he has to do one twos, takedowns, and then be active. But with Tori, just he, he seemed like he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh uh. So I'll my other. I told you before. Two spicy take takes. Is, my take is that if Izzy is in the main event, the co-main event's gonna fucking rule. It's gonna be <laughs> You're awesome. Right. And and the next main event, the next card he headlines will confirm that rule for us. Yeah, so we'll so see. We'll we'll track that one. But overall, very fun card. I think it, it has he had a lot of decisions again, which is getting a bit annoying because the decisions are not very fun at the moment so let's hope for a lot some. of decisions and no Lots. no ko is that correct 
Uh, no, we got the McKinney one. Uh, the McKinney the one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I um I got uh ten of fourteen <laughs> predicted correctly on this one. Congratulations. Not even not even close to enough to be in the top one hundred. <laughs> I just ha I just want to shout out the walkout music of three people. I did okay. I did like the energy the walkout music of these three brought. Um, Brandon Moreno, Bilal Muhammad, and Marvin Vittori. These these walkout songs were great. So mm -hmm. I'll yeah. link them in the show notes for you to enjoy as well. Beautiful. Um, Damien well, Maya got got uh, got decisions. Was I think Bilal did not perform very well and still beat him. Uh, Jamal uh, Hill yeah, should sue the ref. Rogan Lulz has to retire. Made it onto my hate list. <laughs> yeah. So lucky but, Lauren Murphy is maybe the best nickname for her because she was real lucky to get that decision. That yeah, was, but I had that one going to JoJo. I had I had I picked, it I had it going to Murphy. Lawrence. I'm not high on Calderwood, even not on her striking, but which is the thing that people praise her for. But she mm -hmm. she she can't bring any power to the striking. That's that's mm -hmm. insane for me. After, I mean, she's a veteran now, and there what is about, no. Uh, what about Chase Hooper's striking? You like his striking? <laughs> Chase. Yeah, <laughs> I was high on Chase Hooper. I, I'm still high on Chase Hooper. He seems like I a positive. I love watching him. He seems like a positive guy, but I think he needs a bit more time now. Just I, I, I really enjoy watching his fights because he's such a weird-looking dude and he moves so oddly. Dude, you know? he's 21 like he's, years old, pal. He's, he's 21 years old. He's like, it's like he's still growing. You he's know? half he our age, so get, get, cut him some slack. But he he needs sure. a bit more. Let's let's just just give him a bit of bit of time. He was born in the year 2000. Oh yeah. Listen, that's wow. UFC 263 for us for you. Um, submission well, of the night has to be has uh, to be Paul Craig. Uh, I mean, subbing Figueredo is is not too shabby as well. But if you if you multiple transition armbar <laughs> transition through multiple armbars, chain them together. And dislocate an, an arm that's flapping on your chest. I think that's pretty awesome. Who was our bonuses? I don't see them listed. I haven't yet. seen them. I think I think he. Let me let me Google that for you. Okay. Two. Yeah, I don't have them on, on topology. I I think I think all in all, like if it's a card like this with that many decisions, it's <laughs> UFC two sixty three bonuses. Paul Craig mm -hmm. banks fifty k for dislocating an arm. <laughs> that is. Fuck. Basically, that's MMA in a nutshell we, for you. <laughs> we really encourage that. I guess we should. Okay. It's fight of the night is Riddell versus Dober. <clears throat> okay. Performance of the night Moreno. Performance of the night Craig. I think that is fine. Wow, Terence didn't get fifty k for that <laughs> seven second. Uh, he said wow. they said in the post fight press that they'll they will take care of him, whatever that means. Yeah, that means they're going to give him five k, and he's going to love it because he's from Oklahoma or uh, Spokane. Ooh, juicy. Uh, Let's yeah, move on, little, pal. We have a lot of Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma heat. Okay, we have a lot of stuff to do. Tons, tons. But that that event was good. Just watch it. That's that's all I can yeah. say. It's it's a roller coaster a bit, but it's it's fun. Um, let me f just just very fast go into the Ultimate Fighter. I have a question for you. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah, go. The, the episode was titled Stake Your Claim. Get the fuck out of here. P please tell me why. The Ultimate Fighter, to fight or not to fight. Tell me why this episode was titled Stake Your Claim. Did they did they make them go out to the desert to like an old mine outside of Las Vegas? I have no fucking clue. Oh, okay. You didn't watch it either? <laughs> I, did, I did watch it. I did watch the, the whole episode. It, this episode... It wasn't that good. Let's just say it like that. Um, the flashback was the. I mean, they could have chosen a, a, a one one which wasn't played um, thousands of times before. Rampage Jackson destroying the cardboard door yeah. in the in the Ultimate Fighter gym, where yeah, I asked. That is called. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I asked the good friend of the show, Videosaur, if all of the American doors are made out of cardboard and if you even can call it a door, and he said yes. I can answer that question. <laughs> yes, please. The answer is yes. It's called a hollow core door. It's very cheap. Oh my that door! God. That door cost the UFC twenty bucks on that set. So. This fucking guy. 
<laughs> uh, we had we had Mick, sorry, Mitch stoked Raposo against Ludwig Bocatat Sholinian. Um, okay. uh, yeah, look, that, that dude has a has to have a bag full of hats and sweatbands. I counted okay. how many different hats and sweatbands he wore, and it, I, I counted four different hats in one episode. That's that's great. Awesome. Gave him props for that. But I mean, look, Ludwig, they, they went to a third round. Uh, it was a very, very good performance in the first round for Oposo. But in the end, Ludwig just wrestle fucked him. Awesome. Then the next fight for. Dana loves it. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> next fight, the fight of the best names you could ever think of. Just calling Ryder versus Trashawn. I want to be what called. Are full, what, are, what are the full names? Just Ryder and Trashawn. There are no full okay. names. Okay. That's enough. Ryder and Trashawn. Ryder okay. with a Y. It, I love it. it I need to is, change my uh, name. Maybe he maybe he has like some stake in Ryder trucks. Uh is is wrestle fucking the best base for winning tough? Yes. I think so too. Yes. I think so too. I, Having not watched any of this season or any season prior for a long time. You take the you 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 own a dude. You clearly win, and you take very little damage, right? Yeah. So, Look, I mean, Ryder. Uh, now, now it, the name came to mind. Ryder Newman. He's actually he seems to be a very decorated wrestler for the next fight. And Toshan is a, a right. good striker. So, you know what right. you're gonna Pick see. The wrestler. Pick the wrestler. That's tough for you. If you, uh, I'll watch the next episode. I'll, I'll give it two more episodes, as boring as this one, and then I'll quit. Okay. I'm not watching it. <laughs> needs, it, it you, can't, you can't make me. More, ne more needs to happen. Okay. Luke, you almost yes, got sir. a divorce this week because you watched so much MMA <laughs> that um, I'm, I actually was afraid that you might die <clears throat> watch so, watching so much MMA. But let's let's just give me your, your highlights. You watched Bellator. You watched the Invicta Phoenix Tournament. You watched a lot of Russian MMA. <laughs> no, not a lot. Just one fight. Okay, I just watched one fight of Russian MMA. I watched PFL. PFL, I hope yes. You did too. Did you watch PFL? I watched the gifs of PFL. <laughs> you didn't even watch your favorite your favorite boxer in no. PFL. I, I watched I watched Come the whole on, no no man. I watched the whole Clarissa Shields fight. Oh, good. Okay, we, we can, can we can talk about that. that one. Let's go into Clarissa yes, Shields. I loved it. Clarissa Shields was making her debut in yep. PFL, and. Um, and what did you say about this fight last week? I said, if Elkin, her opponent, could not take her down and finish her, then Elkin needs to look for another job. So I think uh, we're, we're at it. Well, she did take her down. She full mounted her. She blasted she did her. her. She did. <laughs> Clarissa didn't you know look what? good, as as expected. As expected, but you know what she did look like? She did look like she was strong as fuck. Yes. And she did look like she was also game as fuck. Yes. She was there. She did not get discouraged by that. Yeah. If you're game. Elkin should, Elkin should have finished it. Yes. The arm triangle. Definitely. The Kimura, all that shit was right there. Yes. She, she couldn't do it. Look, if, if you're game and if you're strong as fuck, then you have good, good chances in the amateur circuit. Maybe maybe five years ago that was the only thing you needed. Now it's you need a bit more, especially on the men's side in in, set, in some weight classes. For women's MMA, I think it's enough, <laughs> and we saw. I that. think it's enough to be a pro. Yeah, it, I may, it, maybe it's not enough. For, it's not enough to be top ten in the UFC anymore. I don't think. I heard a good take that you can. I, I love me some Clarissa Shields. I even watched her boxing bouts, which I almost never do. Um, she is a brilliant boxer, and she is she is one of the very best to do it. But I don't see her being a champion in MMA for a long time because what she said is that she wants to do both boxing she wants to do both and, and MMA. And you years old already? No, no, twenty six or something. She's very young. Okay. But okay, but great. still, if you want to do it both, um, and you have these def oh my god, the word defenses, def def deficits, Deficient deficiencies, deficiencies yeah. in wrestling and in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you won't be you won't be on the top. The top the you top girls are top, 
and you and she you know is what? not there now, like not even close. I think she could win a million bucks in PFL no. in a couple of years. Easy. No, never. It's it's one. It's women's one fifty five. She can't do it. There's nobody there except <laughs> two people. Kayla Harrison is there. <laughs> Kayla Harrison is there, and maybe Chris Cyborg if she felt like it is there. Look, Kayla Harris is the best judoka your your fucking continent ever produced. <laughs> like you have not had anyone better and you won't have for the next thousand years <laughs> so <laughs> no chance in hell it could happen no, okay let's let's move on but that was a fun fight uh, the rest of the pfl any takes um i also loved the uh, uh <laughs> oh god the the irish guy lockton uh, dropping, dropping the opponent, and instead of letting the opponent get up to then drop him again, he keeps stepping in to try to punch him while he's down. And every time the guy lunges at Lockman's leg to try to take him down. So it's it it was uh, just bad ring generalship, but made me laugh extremely hard. I thought it was hilarious. Um, also knowing that. Uh, the commentator desk, the commentary desk guy, Sean, I think his name is, helped develop the algorithm for the fighter performance stats. It yeah. makes me question it more and not less. Yeah. So it's like, oh, good. We've got professional fighters deciding what stats are most important. The I'm speed, sure they be. measure the speed of punches. The speed and the impact. Yeah. And everything else. And the ghost cam. and I do recommend... I, I, I didn't watch this this, ballot, uh, this PFL besides the Clarissa Shields fight, but I, I will watch the next PFL because I do love me some PFL. The production is top-notch, I think. I think it's great. Pacing is good. I, Fights are, are fun to watch. Also, it's on a Thursday. And what else am I going to do on a Thursday, Besides right? getting closer to divorce. Nothing. Uh, I mean, we can do we can do both at the same time. So, <laughs> perfect. Any um, hot takes on Bellator? Not really, because uh, Invicta came on at the same time. Although Nick Newell, Nick Newell fought a guy who's in Cirque du Soleil, mm -hmm. so it was literally a circus fight, which mm -hmm. is hilarious. Bobby King, um, Cirque du Soleil. Stand up, knife alum, fire knife dancer. It's incredible. It is incredible. Uh, I also, uh, ass kicking Jackson, uh, is super entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. The ass kicking machine, Jason Jackson. Um, he people daily. I, I love watching him kick ass, it's really fun. He's not, it's it's the kind of wrestle fucking that is entertaining. Yeah, not that, was, that was that was fun. Like, Take a guy down and lay on him, kind of stuff. So um, then we have yeah, a new we have a new welterweight world. champ. Uh, that I didn't love so much because that was a pretty boring fight to me. It's just amazing to me that um, several how how several weeks ago people called Douglas Lima a pound for pound great. He will. That he by, will beat by people. You mean people on Showtime's payroll? Yes. Right. By okay. beating, <laughs> I mean, by um, by telling them that he will be the he is top five in the UFC welterweight division as well. Um, I mean, look, Amosov may, might not be a, good, a big name. Uh, he's from the R Ukraine, and he has never lost a fight. He hasn't had very good opponents too. But I mean. And he just he just basically laid on Lima and decisioned him. Gonna be his, I I was walk I think I took the dog for a walk and I was thinking about Bellator and wondering how the fuck Lima can't defend takedowns. But then it's again it's the question of like well there's takedowns and there's takedowns and some, some guys can't stop. Aaron but then Pico. I was thinking about Bellator champs and I was like I don't think I could name them. You can name one name is Musasi a champ no, no. <laughs> uh, maybe he might be he is a champ <laughs> exactly he is a champ in our hearts <laughs> no Ryan Darth Bader you can name for sure 
He's still champ. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has. Oh, fought. Nemkov is a champ. Nemkov, Nemkov is, a champ. is a champ. Yeah, look, yeah. and and we had Aaron Pico on the card, the the ever living talent, like the the new the new best. Yep. He has now beaten the fourth guy without a Wikipedia page. So let's see how how that guy moves on. I think he never goes to a decision. That is fun. And then a nice anaconda joke finish. So mm. fun fun event to watch. I think. Yeah. You yeah, said you that you update? of course. Let me let me give you let, yeah. Let me give you Invicta. Do trophies right, dude? For real, like I think every trophy in MMA now should just be taller than the tallest person in the tournament. Like it, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It, it doesn't matter if it's a a huge ass goblet like this one or some that that was a pride like trophy they can do a ribbons. they can do a huge by hand or sword for example which is two meters tall as well but you're exactly yeah. right trophies in mma have to be bigger than yeah. the guy or the girl who gets it gigantic just just so delboni delboni standing there like five foot one holding a trophy that's like five foot six you know it's <laughs> so good it's, it's so, so good. good i'm not joking the Invicta Phoenix Tournament trophy is the best. Yeah, they do it right. Thank also, you, thank you, Rob Tatum. They improved uh, their their pre they improved their technical skills drastically from last uh, broadcast, mm -hmm. and I had no problems watching it. The YouTube stream was there; it was fine, and I didn't even have to watch Access TV commercials while it was on. Um, the, the, the tournament, the tournament setup is one fight. It's one round. The second fight is one round and the third fight is three rounds. So you can do, because according to the commission, a fighter can only fight five rounds in one night. Mm -hmm. So you can still have three opponents in one night. Um, the first couple rounds, the, the one round aspect of the fight is actually really cool and entertaining because you have to go for it, but you have to do it in a smart way to hopefully not take damage because you want to win and get to the second round and be able to continue. I thought that I would hate the, the by a doctor. Yeah, I thought I would hate the, the one round first thing, but I didn't. And and the, no, it's exactly and it the reason the why it, it's exactly good. the reason you told. Mm -hmm. And it makes the pacing really good too because you get. You get your initial, you know, you get your initial focus introduction on the fighters, the two fighters, and then as the as things continue, it's only five minutes, and then things got to continue. We got to keep it rolling, so we get more time later with fighters to learn about them more. It's a great way to introduce fighters. It's a great way for them to introduce Invicta to the masses. And now, now um, a good thing, maybe, um, because Invicta is not that much or not not as deeply linked with the UFC as they were before. Maybe Delboni can get some more fights in before she gets moved over. I hope I, well, okay. So this was for women's 105. Mm -hmm. This was for Adam Wade. So yep. she won't move over. Yeah. But she would, she, does, she would have in the, in the past and she just moved off up one weight class. Yeah. And gotten fucking wrecked. Because <laughs> she's too small for 115. <laughs> True. You know, like that's the thing too. Like, this this division is where I want to see uh, Michelle Waterson. You know? For example, she yes. Was a, she was the 105-pound champion. In yes, Vista. for I example. I would love to see her back there. Me not, me not so much, but I, I'll give you... <laughs> at least the, the weight class might suit her better, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pal. Also, the other thing, like, Delboni, Delboni went through and, and got the trophy and has had just fought for the 105 pound belt so they faced off again she will get a rematch um and it was fun to see her just joking around with this gigantic trophy um and it she seems like she hits really hard uh, i'll be excited to watch her again good news for all of you listening now um as i predicted because of insider knowledge invicta phoenix series can be watched on youtube it is there you can for watch it. It free mm -hmm. 
So please do that because it's it's an awesome event. You see a lot of talent and the format is quite nice. So just watch it. That seems like a good promotion. I mean, I'm I'm coming from a place of bias. I've been watching Invicta for a long time, but it does I'm really excited to see it free on YouTube like that. Okay, let's move on. We have a lot of stuff to go to and we only have 10 minutes left. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's do. Where is my notes? I fucked them up. Yeah, give me, give me the one-liner of your Russian MMA you watched this week. Because for people who don't know, Russian MMA promotions are on every day, twenty-four-seven. You just tune in into Twitter. You know how to who the who the guys are to follow, and they link you to a Russian MMA promotion that is is um, going on right th right then and there. Every morning, every night. There is Russian MMA in a cage in a soccer field. Yes. And uh, On this the one was called Open FC 5. And uh, I tuned in just as Anna Rodenko was walking out, and she had a hoodie on that said Team Siberia. And I was like, fuck yeah, Team Siberia. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Team Siberia. Um, Rodenko, however, was outmuscled and needs more sprawl. So she lost this fight. Damn. Uh, I expected her to go full violence mode. I think, yeah, Rodenko, I looked up her record because I'm watching. She's 7-2 and two going into the fight with six finishes. I was like, oh, she's about to fuck this girl up. She's not. This girl was 3-1. and one. I was like, oh, she's not ready. She's not ready for veteran of the Russian MMA, Anna Rodenko. But <laughs> she was ready. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> I should say, too, the open FC Russian ring speaker, Extraordinaire, was very good. Uh extremely polished for a cage in a soccer field. Uh, so kudos to him. Good. Good stuff. I love I love when I when I turn on Discord in the morning and then I see you guys just, oh, there is Russian MMA, let's go. Then you watch it. It's <laughs> good. Um, we, have, we have 10 minutes left. I'll give you just two small things to react in our looked segment or gossip segment or however you want to call it. Uh, it's basically where we talk about everything else, which is not directly event-related, let's say. It better be Paul versus Mayweather. <laughs> it is the Paul Boys update. <laughs> uh, we, yes. we teased the event when we recorded that the, the exhibition bout did not happen, but um, Logan Paul, the older Paul brother, boxed with Floyd Mayweather for eight rounds. Give me your take. Um. Okay. It poured rain on the herd fight. This was in. This was out in the open in Miami, which I was surprised by because why? Why uh, not? It poured. It poured rain. It appeared that no one was there, even though they could have had fans. No one showed up, and uh, I. I just said, you know, God pissed on this event, and I think God was right to. <laughs> no. Fucking. It, maybe it was hailing at one point as well. Um. And it, it was, uh, yeah, I think Floyd carried Logan so that they can get a rematch and get another couple million bucks each. That was, that was my take. Dana White in the post-pipe presser was asked about the bout, of course, and he confirmed that the numbers for a million buys or something like that was correct. So these dudes know how to make money. I love the post-fight. I love the pre-fight stuff. If you watch these bouts to watch good fighting, please look for yeah. another hobby. Yep, don't do it. Collect UFC trading cards. We'll, it's more fun. We'll stay on the Paul Brothers um, train and feed <laughs> feed the machine because Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley will be happening. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, it's good SEO for the podcast. So. Of course. I have another one to react to for you. We lost a, a big one. What happened? A big one, a legend of the sport, is done with MMA and signed a multi-fight, oh, yeah. multi-year contract with, with Glory, the almost bankrupt or probably several times bankrupt kickboxing yeah. promotion out of Europe who does yeah. the best job in producing shows. The Ream... They Alistair yeah. Overeem is is um, entering his second stint into kickboxing. At, at I think he's forty one now. Fantastic. React live. React. 
I'm a, I'm a Glory fan now. I was going to say, yeah, Glory. I, I would say Glory. I would say perennial, perennially bankrupt company. No, that's, Glory that's a good one. Um, yeah, but he's 41. Also, but also produ- producers of the second best uh, fight promo ever, mm-hmm. Pray for Murthel. Uh, so, so awesome. you know, it's it's tough to say. I do wonder how good Alistair's uh, fight promos are going to be now. They're probably going to be fucking awesome. Surely, it's the gonna... first the first thing he will do now, what will it be? I mean, it's probably Rico, right? No, he he what? will go. He will go to a supplement store. Oh yeah, for sure. He will yeah, buy yeah, the yeah. whole supplement store. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and use it to his best ability. Yeah, I, uh, yeah look. There, I there so. is I mean, no. I hope so, right? There is no good fight for him to make in glory, because the younger guys will just tune him up. Rico has pillow hands, but he will tune him up too. Bother will just fuck him over. So yeah, yeah. and the You're other hater. ones. You hate, you hate this. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Damn. Maybe they can they can um, resurrect Saki, Gokan Saki, or even Gita. But these uh, maybe maybe even Peter Ertz was talking about coming back. He's only fifty, so that might might be big something. Swiss. Oh big, no, that's not big. Is big, that big Swiss? Who Saki? No, uh, who's the guy that fought in? Uh, who's the guy that was supposed to kickbox and then just got just oh, got uh, uh, destroyed? Patrick Schmidt. Oh, Patrick Schmidt. I think yeah. I think even Patrick Schmidt will tune up. Um, will tune him up at the moment. Patrick Schmidt, pa- Patrick Schmidt, friend of the show, big Swiss. <laughs> he's he's actually at sh- destroy Overeem. He's in a training camp right now. Just just saying. okay. Just saying. Maybe he's co- going right back on. to one, but he's also scheduled for one of the first events in Zurich that will happen this year. This year at the fourth of September, uh, Spiergarten Altstädte. For the guys in the know. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah. Listen, we have five you minutes will not left. Convince me, you will not convince me to hate this until after Overeem fights. I'm not going to preemptively hate this. I mean, we'll stay, we'll stay on the, the, the happenings around Alistair Overeem. But this move to glory like, really, really depends on good matchmaking. And I, I'm not seeing the roster or the people there. I, I do think that they, they can resurrect some dudes. I'm sure and they that they might be some maybe some interesting fights, but the, the, the last few times we saw over him in the cage, his kickboxing was methodical, um, but it was very slow and very very labored. So I'm not sure if he has the spark anymore. Supplements, pal. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Five minutes left. We have we have something very exciting to talk about. At least I am very excited. What it, are you excited about? It also adds up in your divorce ledger. Oh boy. You actually let's let's start let's start another way. For for the Europe guys, it's it's very well known company. It's called Panini. They do these collectible cards and sticker albums. I had one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the eighties. I loved it. Nice. Fortunately, it's it's um, it died somewhere on the way. Uh, it got lost. But now Panini entered into the UFC collection card game, and a certain host of this podcast entered into the collection card game as well. And his name is Luke. Took and I am plunge. very excited. Took the plunge. Never collected cards as a kid. Always had them around, but never actively remember. I don't actively remember looking at cards cataloging them collecting them but it is very much a thing that i do later in life as i look at everything catalog and collect it kind of uh i like it when things go to the place they're supposed to go to so having cards that have numbers on them is extremely appealing to whatever mental tick causes that Tell us more. Uh, you then, you you entered into the UFC car collecting game, is that right? Because just just for the listeners, um, they mostly went unnoticed when other companies did them, but now there is some sort of of a a hype around them. And if you want to have a whole hobby box, you have to pay a thousand bucks for it at the moment. It's incredible. Yeah, about yeah, maybe twelve hundred, fourteen hundred. 
Um, Bonkers. They're, 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 and that is for 144 cards. Um, Bonkers. So extremely expensive. Uh, which cards? When, which cards are you collecting? Which which cards are you looking for? Which ones do you already own? To give give an update to the listeners. I own no cards right now. Cards oh are in the mail. But you um, will own some. I will own. I I'm I'm interested <laughs> in cards that have numbers. So there is an Angela Hill card with an octagon border, and there are only eight of them in the 2021 set, and I have one of them mailed to me. Um. So I'm very excited about that because the Angela Hill card is one of the only cards with a good picture. And once we start posting pictures of these, you'll understand what I'm talking these about. These cards, just Google, just Google some of the Panini UFC Prism Blaster box cards or whatever. These cards the are, pictures are beyond ugly. The design of these <laughs> cards is incredibly ugly. It, it, it's incomprehensible how anyone could, uh, could come up with these, but they are absolutely amazing. Just tell the people, which, which cards did you bet on, um, bid on, and which, which will you own? Uh, okay, so right now we've got, we've got a, a, a uh, uh, Apple Valley's Finest is coming. That's uh, one of 199 blue ones. We've got a Felice Herrig coming, one of 149 purple ones. Uh, Jessica I, same, one of 149 purple ones. And Rafael Sunsau, uh, one, of one, one of 275 red ones. So you can see I'm really only interested in ones that have the number. Um, if I get stuff in a box that doesn't have a number, I'll certainly collect it to make a complete set. But right now I'm interested in those serial numbered cards. I have Kevin Lee, a blue one, uh, one of 199. And... Tony Ferguson punching the current champ uh, is one of 149 purple cards coming to me. It's incredible. You showed me. That Angela Hill one. So you have one of eight Angela Hill, Angela Hill cards in the mail now. Is that correct? One of eight made octagon prism cards. So the, the prism, the Panini prisms have a bunch of different colors and borders. And one of the borders for the UFC cards is the octagon, which really means it just has this kind of like chain link looking pattern around the edge. And I'm getting one of the Angela Hill ones. As soon as, soon as you Hill. started. And the picture of her is like dancing in the octagon, which is hilarious. Perfect. She's all smiles. As soon as you and, and, and one, a donk, let's call him Keith, in the forums started talking about these, I was getting very very excited and i think i'll i'll order some and we'll do some unboxings and some live openings on this show i think i think it's uh i think it's the only way to do it man like i i've got i the joy for me is in the 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 gamble of seeing what we get in the packs but also in the in the cataloging and and like great like i will totally send angela hill to card to get graded um by some grading company or something like that however that works i've never done it before but right now because of the everything bubble and the backlog of pokemon cards they have to grade they're not great they're not even taking orders like they if they're like if you want us to grade your card and move it ahead of the line you have to pay us 250 dollars per card so uh right now i'm just going to kind of hang out and hang on to them but i i'm pretty excited these are these are hilarious, and opening the packs with you will give us an opportunity to talk about fighters we don't always get to talk about. It's the best idea ever, and I do MMA love love collectibles. I love I love that we are going to do this, um, and I will order some of these cards as well. That's how how good I am with my money, <laughs> yeah. pal. We're at the end of the don't show. Spend, don't spend any money you don't have on I mean, these fucking things. Because these why things not? are in an everything <laughs> bubble. They are going to be worth a quarter of the price. They, they are worth nothing but the excitement before exactly. and the love while you open them. And afterwards, they're worthless. Exactly. It's like they it's are. like a one-night stand, but with collectible exactly. cards. As soon, maybe yep. maybe we'll get some some of the cards. Like Logan Paul had a, had a 
Pokemon Charizard card around his neck, which is deemed to be worth 300,000k. So, yep. Yeah, according to him, it's worth a million bucks. Yeah, now because he walked around. out to the to the Mayweather fight with it, which he might actually be right. Maybe I I wonder about so like do you think it must gain value if he autographs it? Of right? course. Oh, some it of must. these some of these Panini cards have auto autographs on them of the fighters. Some yes. have have canvas pieces or stuff like that. No. No, no, I don't think so. The tops ones from the previous years had canvas pieces or maybe fight kit pieces. Um, these do not that I have seen. There were tops cards in previous years called relics or museum or something like that. Oh, that sad. Had, uh, fabric pieces. Listen, these only have autographs. We're we're so through with this show, but I think we covered it's so it all. Exciting, and we love <laughs> to hear from you. If you like the show, if you have any suggestions. Follow us on all the relevant platforms. Send us your messages and have a wonderful week. We talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.